Welcome to the podcast of The Round Table, where four podcasts go head-to-head debating random topics, and you, the peasants, are, I mean listeners, decide the winner. This week's battle hits Dave of Man Brain and Adam of Simmons and More, who will take on Round Table regulars, Brooke from Married AF and John from Unbelievably Stupid. Now, here is your host, Randall. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast of the Roundtable, Episode 2. We are glad you joined us. Uh, Everybody in the chat, thank you for coming along. And uh, this is the show where the listeners get to pick who's the funniest, quickest, wittiest podcast host out there. Uh, That's how we do it. So uh, let's introduce the contestants. Uh, First, going first in the first round tonight, also we have Adam from Simmons and More Podcast. What's up, Adam? We're here, baby. What's good? All right. And second, we have my beautiful bride here, Brooke from Married AF Podcast. What's up, fellas? And third, we have the man himself, Dave from Man Brain Podcast. What's up, Dave? Rah. Looks like chemo's up. <laughs> and uh, you heard uh, you heard that guy. That is uh, John from uh, a plethora of different platforms and podcasts. It's John Buchanan. What's up, John? Hey, guys. How's it going? Can't wait. This should be fun. All right. Let's go over the rules. Um, first rule. Everybody's going to get a question. The questions will be either three or one minute rounds this time because uh, we're going to have some speed rounds. Thanks to uh, Joe B for that idea. Uh, or Joby, um, you son of a bitch! How dare you handcuff me? We are gonna. It's not many, and it's only for ones that literally you couldn't. No one could go three minutes unless you're Jason Almy. Uh, sir, have we had a couple? Yeah, yeah I should have. Yeah, you probably could too. But anyway, so he there'll be some even of get those. Through the directions. Yeah, there'll be some of those, but you got three minutes. You don't have to use your whole three minutes, but you can't go over. Now, here's the kicker: everybody has one grenade. You can use a grenade to stop another contestant from answering a question. You can stop them in the middle of it. Um, the only thing is you only have one grenade, and a contestant can only be grenaded once. So we can't all throw grenades at Adam. Can't all throw grenades at John. Uh, you know, we just can't do it. Uh, the other rule is uh, don't interrupt during people's time. We'll fuck around, dick off, all that good shit uh, after everybody answers. But during their time, uh, just be respectful and let them get their shit out. Uh, other than that... I say let's get it on. We got uh, Adam first, like I said, in the first round, uh, followed by Brooke, then Dave, and John. You guys ready? We can jump right in. FYI, we do have some some of these questions came from listeners after listening to episode one, uh, and they are filthy. Uh, and then we have some, uh, some good ones. I'll take credit for the good ones. Uh, nobody has heard these, not even my wife. So here we go. <laughs> Adam, who is the greatest athlete of all time in your opinion? Explain why. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. The greatest, at, like, overall athlete. There's a good amount. I mean, there's different ways to measure athleticism. But, I mean, overall, like, most optimized human body. I'd have to say John Jones, even though he's riddled with steroids and cocaine and car accident shards and marijuana and paraphernalia. Uh, I think he's just an unstoppable machine. I think regardless of what you put in front of him, 
He's conquered it. He's tall. He's long. He's strong. He's down to get the friction on. And he's never lost in his medium. Uh, one could say that if he was a basketball player, he could dunk on Shaq. If he was a soccer player, he could score on Rude Van Nistelrooy. I mean, he is literally an unstoppable machine. Uh, and it goes to probably genetics. I mean, all of his family, like his, he's got a big group of brothers that are all professional athletes, but he's the most dominant one out of all of them. Uh, it just comes down to the simple fact that if you had a brick wall and you had one person on the other side of it, like, yo, you can either dig under it, kick through it, run headfirst through it, or jump over it. John Jones is going to be able to do all of that uh, multiple times in a row. So that's it. That's my time. Beautiful. All right. So uh, that's a great answer. Um, I don't want to show support, but that's a great answer. <laughs> all right. Brooke, what do you think? Who is the greatest athlete of all time and why? You got three minutes. I guess thinking of um, spanning different sports, I would say, and this is probably going to make me sound so old, is uh, Bo Jackson. Because he, <laughs> like a question, Bo Jackson. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, say well done right there. Go ahead and tell why. Um, because he played you know division one college football then went to the nfl then played baseball professionally um and i feel like he played another sport that he did like a commercial for but i could be wrong um but he was just he could do whatever sport you threw at him and and he probably i mean can't do that anymore because he's old and breaking down but um in his heyday, he could take anything that you threw at him to the highest level and whoop everybody's ass. And he did lots of commercials with it, too, <laughs> which has nothing to do with being an athlete, but he gets paid. Hey, that's a great answer. Too. I'm going to say it. I'm going to be honest. All right. So, Good uh, Dave, who's the greatest athlete of all time? Uh, Caitlin Jenner, definitely. Hundred percent. That's. <laughs> Is it Caitlin or how would you say? It? Would it be Bruce that was the athlete though? I think Bruce was the. Oops. No. You, yeah. No. It's Caitlin. <laughs> Can't dead name people or whatever it's called. Oh, that's a thing. I did not know. So. <laughs> I did not know. Yeah. So I, I don't really watch sports. So, um, uh, I, I'll I'll shout out um some local sports stars. Uh, leaping Leroy Loggins. He was a basketball player. Uh, basketball in Australia is not popular, but we get some people that could never make it in the NBA <laughs> to <laughs> come to Australia. And uh, they're, they're um, you know, amazing over here in comparison to our level. So yes, leaping Leroy Loggins was an American and he blitzed everybody. So there's a statue. There's a statue of him, about oh, twenty minutes walk from me. So yeah, uh, and uh, the the last one uh, would be uh, the King Wally Lewis. He he's a rugby league player. That's uh, one of our codes of football. And yeah, now he's he does he reads sport on the news. So you know, what was his claim to fame? I don't think he ever got in trouble. Uh, rugby league players are notorious for you know pissing under the casino tables and there was one that that did something called bubbling which is um 
where you <clears throat> piss in your mouth. Um, Thirty seconds, Dave. Uh, yeah. So so yeah, yeah. Shout out to all the uh, <laughs> rugby league players who who entertain me, even though I don't watch the game. I'm doing beautiful. All right, John. What do you say, sir? Who's the greatest athlete of all time? It's going to break my heart because I hate to even say this, but I'm going to have to say Tom Brady, the quarterback of the New England Patriots. <laughs> and I hate Tom Brady of the New England Patriots. But you can't argue with success. Not only is he the greatest quarterback the NFL has ever seen, but he got not one, but two supermodels. We forget that he banged Bridget uh, Moynihan and got her knocked up and then knocked up, uh, what's her name? Janelle. G- Giselle. Giselle, Bunchen. thank you. Bunchin got her <laughs> knocked up. He knocked up two supermodels and won, I don't even know how many Super Bowls. So anybody that can knock up Hi. two supermodels at the same time and win all those Super Bowls has to be the greatest athlete of all time. I mean, you could talk about the, the guy that pissed in his own mouth in Australia. I mean, I know that is hard to top. I get that. But the thing about it is that I bet you if Tom Brady wanted to, he could actually piss in Dave's mouth from New England to Australia. That's how awesome Tom Brady is. Now He does have that sort of accuracy. Yeah, he does. He's very yep. accurate. Dave on a run. He could piss right in Dave's mouth on the run. <laughs> And you know what? And not even take his hands off his hips. That's the kind of guy that Tom Brady is. Now, I hate him, and I hate all Boston teams. So it's hard for me to even say this. That's why I know he's the greatest athlete of all time. That's my time. All right. Hey, this is going to be a speed round question, so we're going to mix it up. Brooke, you're up first in this round. List for me the ingredients for a perfect sandwich. You have one minute. Spinach, Swiss cheese, buffalo, turkey, avocado, those fucking pickles that are like sweet and spicy, and mayonnaise and mustard and salt and pepper, and then what fuck ever kind of bread. All right. Uh, Next is Dave. Dave, list for me the ingredients for a perfect sandwich. You got one minute. Uh, Vegemite and cheese. What is Vegemite? Is it a vegetarian thing, obviously? It's Um, like an Australian thing. Oh. It's like a disgusting brown (laughs) slop. That's salty. No interruptions. (laughs) If you love uh, eating ass, then you'll love Vegemite. Aha. Not true. I can't argue that. All right, so Dave, your your final answer is Vegemite and cheese. Correct. Mmm. Mmm. Yummy. John, <laughs> what's the ingredients for a perfect sandwich? This is the perfect sandwich, and you have to have these exact ingredients. You have to have some soft, fresh Wonder Bread. You have to have Hellman's mayonnaise, and mm-hmm. you have to have a fresh New Jersey tomato and sea salt. <laughs> 
And what you do is you take the mayonnaise, you mayonnaise both sides. If anybody says cheese on this sandwich, I'll punch you in the face because you don't put cheese on a tomato sandwich, especially if it's a Jersey tomato. So you put mayonnaise on both sides. You lay that Jersey tomato in there. You hit that with some sea salt. You put the other piece of bread on there. You cut it in half. And I dare you to try to eat just one. I mm. dare you. That's the perfect sandwich. All right. That Adam, is, that's it. That is a, that is a Dude, good you took you actually took my answer, but I'm going to come back with my my second one because he knows what that's about. Uh, roasted pork, broccoli rob, uh, roasted red peppers, fresh Italian hot roll with the sesame seeds on it, balsamic glaze. That's it. That's the mm. second best sandwich on the planet because the best one is the one that John said. <laughs> Straight up go, like tomatoes out of my mom's garden, sliced fat ass wonder bread oh like that 90s wonder bread oh fuck dude <laughs> yeah that is the best what's I broccoli th- rob what'd you say three quarters of a chub <laughs> <laughs> all right broccoli guys rob. we're gonna what we're is gonna that? go go ahead finish that up adam what was broccoli rob uh it's like a it's like a more bitter mustard green so like oh, uh, okay. There's like a, a myriad of greens that came from the mustard green. This is one of the closer ones down the family tree. Excuse the pun, but uh, it's a gotcha. little bitter. You like roast it or saute it in garlic and butter with a little mm. bit of salt, and it, it'll absolutely blow your nuts out. I'm hungry now. <laughs> right. Except for the blowing your nuts out part. All right, Dave, you're up first on this one. If you had to replace your hands with something other than hands or claws... What would you put at the end of your arms and explain why you have three minutes? Yeah, that's that's a very easy question. and I, I'll answer that straight away with something that's gangbusters. Replacing, and I'm not stalling, I've got an answer for you right now, and it's coming. And I feel like this was asked, wasn't there something really similar asked the other day? Replacing hands with something else. So it's got to be, let's, let me think it out. It's got to be useful. Somehow I've got to, I've got to add a jerk off joke into the mix. And yeah, that's, a, that's, that's what I got to do. So what else do I use to jerk off besides my hands, my feet? That can work. Uh, am I, am I flexible enough? You might think not, but yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, the other option would be, uh, oh, hands that work better. Somebody else's hands that work better, that have a very strong grip. So who that I'm looking at would have the strongest grip? Who that I'm looking at? Mm, <laughs> would, would, it be, would it be Adam? Mm, maybe not. Would it be John? Would it be Brooke? <laughs> no, no, it's Randall. Randall's hands for the grip, <laughs> the maximum force. <laughs> Thank you, Randall, for asking me that question. Oh. All right, Dave. Uh, I'm honored, <laughs> sir. I'm honored. All right, John, if you had to replace your hands with something other than hands or claws, what would you put at the end of your arms and explain why? First of all, I can't believe that Dave didn't say Amanda's hands, because that to me was the first answer that I thought that he would say would be Amanda's hands. But I don't know. Now he says Randall's hand. I almost have to think about what his sexuality actually really is, because I don't know. If it was me, I think I would want a female hand. But, you know, 
but I'm not going to go with hands. I want brooms <laughs> because you can do a lot with brooms. You can sweep shit up. You can uh, scratch things. Think about when you got an itch and you got a broom on your hand. Wouldn't that be a nice scratching <laughs> thing? That would work. All right, you're in the bathroom. You got to clean up. You can scrub that real good. Not good for jerking off, but then I could maybe talk somebody else into it, like Randall or Amanda or maybe even Adam now that we're fast friends. So, uh, yeah, I'm not going to use anybody else's hands. I think a broom would work the best. All right. We have Adam. Same question for you, sir. If you had to replace your hands with something other than hands or claws, what would you put at Do the end of your arms? Do they both have to be the same thing? It does not say that, so no. Okay, so one is going to be a fucking chainsaw because obviously I need a fucking chainsaw in my hand. Uh, the other one is going to be Inspector Gadget's hand so I can change it into a whole bunch of different things because when I want to jerk off, I want to turn it into a pocket pussy that looks like <laughs> Randall and I want to jerk <laughs> off with it. That's my answer, straight up. <laughs> and time. <laughs> right. Oh, shit, that's good. All right, babe, if you had to replace your hands with something other than hands or claws, what would you put at the end of your arms and explain why? I mean, I just, uh, the only thing I could think of is because I like, first thing I thought of actually was scissors because I would scissor hands. That's all that was coming to mind. But then I was like, that would be terrible for naughty, sexy time. That'd be terrible. <laughs> terrible. I am a big enough klutz. You don't need to put a bunch of fucking scissors cool. at the end of my arms. Um, so I think maybe some type of utensils that would just help me eat. Like, give me some spoons on one hand and like some child safety forks on the other. All right. <laughs> all right. Next one. This is going to be a doozy. Good Lord. Everybody should use all three minutes for this one. All right, this is starting with John. John, if each of your fellow contestants were cult leaders, what would their individual cults look like based on what you know of them from their <laughs> podcasts? You have three minutes. Let's start with Dave. Dave would have some kind of crazy sexual gang that was borderline maniacal, and there would be like plain, uh, like pain and pleasure. It would be Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah. It would be there would be like burning and no hair and all kinds of crazy, crazy things. Plenty of lube. <laughs> There'd be come everywhere. Uh, that would be Dave's group. Uh, yeah. Adam. Adam. They would be a bunch of skaters, game-playing kind of guys. You know, video games, skateboarding. I don't see many women there in my, in my <laughs> mind. I just it's like a real bromance kind of thing. I don't know. I mean, they would talk about women, but there would be no women in sight. That's what there would be. Uh, and Brooke. Whoa. You know, Brooke's hard because, I mean— Honestly, I got to say, I think Brooke would be, it would be like a bunch of women together. They would have their shit together. They would, uh, their group would be, you know, they fix things. Like, you know, Brooke is a fixer. She's, she's a problem solver. And she would have like a super group of beautiful women that would be in there that would, that had a good brain on themselves. They would go out and drink and solve the world's problems. <laughs> Sorry, Amanda, you wouldn't be invited. But just saying that. I would think that that would probably be the same thing. But what do I know? 
<laughs> I can only be funny if I'm playing a liver on Twitter. That's my time. <laughs> All right, Adam. If each Mystery of your fellow solved, contestants <laughs> were cult leaders, what would their individual cults look like based on what you know of them from their podcast? I mean, physically or like as an amalgamation of humans? Yeah, as an amalgamation would be of like humans. Very similar to what John was saying. It would be a bunch of like chicks that used to be in roller derby <laughs> uh, talking about safety scissors and being in a padded room and talking about how the gorillas that they married really need to like continue to get their shit together so that they can progress as a society. John's would just be a bunch of dudes that look like him, basically Philly talking about breakfast foods, never leaving a South Jersey diner. And Dave's would just be Dave in the desert talking to himself and his 27 different voices and trying to figure out a way to get back to his house. That's pretty much all I got. Oh, and uh, with my time, I stopped skateboarding in like the seventh grade. <laughs> nice. All right, Brooke, uh, same question to you. If each of your fellow contestants were cult leaders, what would their cults look like based on what you know of them from their podcasts? Well, I think with John, he would not stand for anybody's voice to not sound good. You'd be fucking out of there if you sounded like shit. <laughs> Not going to stand for anybody that doesn't talk directly into a microphone. Adam, I think would it would be something where you had to have a mustache and you had to, <laughs> you had to wear um, Lots of ironic T-shirts, and um, uh, you had to eat your pizza a certain way, or you're fucking out of there. Um, and Dave, I think it's uh, shirts optional, um, shirts and pants optional. Um, lots of lots of just hanging out in uh, your underpants and. Very, being very soft-spoken, can't get too loud up in there, or you'll spook him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave. Dave um, if each of your fellow contestants were cult leaders, what would their cults look like based on what you know of them from their podcast? You got three minutes. Buckle in. <laughs> Kink! <laughs> Ooh! Wow. The first one... All right. Adam knows his strategy. <laughs> I see. I keep forgetting, honestly. Like I've I seen the, the show time. before. <laughs> That's genius. That was a good. Uh, that was a good call. All right, we're going to move on to the next one, and this may be the most important question of the whole damn game, in my opinion. All right, this is uh, who's up first on this one, Dave. All right, Dave. You have to create the perfect boy band by taking one member of each of these boy band supergroups and forming one giant supergroup. Here are your group options. NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, New Edition, and the Jackson 5. You have three minutes. Um, is it possible to hand grade grenade myself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I left. Yeah, yeah. I, I can be funny every now and then. Um, 
That was good. That was good. <laughs> but I got, but I got nothing now. <laughs> so that okay. First of all, that assumes that I know all the names of everyone in all those boy bands. <laughs> no, you can. I mean, it's however you want to do. If you just want to say the one with this, I mean, it's going to be up to the listeners to decide how you answered. You can do whatever you want. So. So, so I'm assuming someone else that's going to be answering next has memorized and knows every name of every. <laughs> is is Joey Joey Fatoni? Is that is that a thing? Is that a yeah. person? That's in sync, sir. It? I'm a gay okay. man. I know my boy bands. Okay, okay. There you go. <laughs> so we'll pick him because he's uh, not the possibly not the most attractive uh, of of the group. Um, was he talented? Let's assume he was. <laughs> uh, so that's in sync, and there were a bunch of other ones that oh, Backstreet Boys. Oh my God! Did you say New Kids on the Block? Oh yeah, of course. You can't leave them out. No, <laughs> uh, but I can leave leave out of my head a single name of anybody in New Kids on the Block. Was there someone? Oh, nah, nah. I'll pick uh, someone from because it, it, that's a bit American centric. That question. Um, they were international so, stars, sir. New we're, kids we're, went we're, everywhere. We're, yeah, 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 yeah. But I'll I'll add a UK boy band um, to the question. Uh, oh yeah, no one can hand grenade me now because I've already been hand grenaded once. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Take that. A UK ba- uh, boy band called Take That. And I will pick from that uh, Robbie Williams, who has had a few hits in the US, but no one seems to know who he is. So that's two. How many do you need in a boy band? Five. Oh, my fucking God. Is my time up yet? <laughs> you, got, you got a minute left, Dave. Okay. So I will pick who was, who was the uh, least uh, creepy slash predatory member of the Jackson five, probably That's not Michael, question. right? So is, is Tito a thing? <laughs> I, I know this is just me supposed to be monologuing, but I guess you, yeah, uh, Brooke nodded. That's good. Thank you. 20, 20 seconds, Dave. Okay. Tito, Robbie Williams, Joey Fatoni, and, uh, someone from uh, an Australian boy band that I can't fucking think of because they all suck. I'll go with Three Suffer seconds. Suffer from Hilltop Hoods. That's time. All right. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> all right, John. Boo on me. Create the perfect boy band by taking one member of each of these super groups and forming your own super group. NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, New Edition, and Jackson 5. Okay. No bomb, no grenades, please. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, in sync, Justin Timberlake, just because he's Justin Timberlake. New kids on the block, Lance Bass, because he was like the first gay boy band member, and I that was, was like, you know sync. what? What's that? That was in sync. I yeah, you're new- already, you're off there, John. I'm off there. All right, let's go with Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Donnie Wahlberg, because now he's an actor and he bangs Jenny uh, McCarthy and. You figure if you can do that, that's not the same guy either? Okay, then let's go with... New uh, kids. <laughs> uh, Jackson 5, Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh, the great guitarist. Oh, no, that was the Eagles. 
Let's go back to NSYNC. I think NSYNC was uh, Bobby Brown, right? Bobby Brown, he used to bang Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston hated him so much he killed herself. Then uh, we got, um, let's see, Lance Bass again. Maybe he was in the Backstreet Boys or the Backside Boys. Was he in the Backside Boys? I don't know. Mm -hmm. He was gay is what I know. Uh, who the fuck comes up with a question of boy bands? Jesus Christ. Especially, I mean, my man. Damn. How am I supposed to answer this? My man. I don't know. Listen, out of all of them, you just have five Michael Jacksons. They moonwalk all over the stage and they sing. That's about it. I don't know. Didn't, uh, which, as a matter of fact, I think uh, Justin Timberlake used to bang your uh, T-shirt there, Adam. Uh, Brittany, from what I remember. All right. That's my time. All right, Adam, for the love of God, save us. Create a boy. Dude, I got you, and my team is built just for you, Randall. Now, Tito, <laughs> Tito. from the Jackson 5, obviously. Jordan Knight, new kids on the block. Okay, that's just specifically for you. I know you think <laughs> that. Uh, Justin Timberlake, because he did run through Britney like tissues in February. Let's be for really real. And then he jumped onto Christina Aguilera and then Jennifer Love Hewitt. And now he's the white usher. Um, where am I? So Backstreet Boys. Uh, what was that dude's name? The one with the fucked up mustache. Uh, AJ McQueen. The one that was in like rehab a whole bunch. AJ. Um, AJ. AJ. That's the one. The one with the weird mustache. He kind of looked like a creepy uncle that would live from New Jersey. Mm -hmm. That dude. Uh, is that number four? And then obviously Bobby Brown. I mean, because somebody's got to keep the party going with all the coke, right? So <laughs> he'll bring in, you know what I mean? He got all the drugs. He's got the poppers. And uh, shout to Lance Bass for taking poppers. That's it. All right. Nice. I feel uh, like well I need done. a shot of testosterone now. Oh, come on, haters. Hey, dude, it's 2019. <sighs> if you ain't down to fucking party, Jack, what the fuck you doing here? Uh. <laughs> all right, Brooke. Uh, if you could form the super boy group band, you know the question. Yes, you know who you you know you know my band. It's going to be JT, Brian Latrell from Backstreet Boys, Bobby Brown, of course, because he's got all the drugs, and he's really the only one from New Edition that anybody gives a fuck about. Ralph Tresvent, Johnny Gill, who? <laughs> Please, Keith Sweat, um, hard reference, and <laughs> and uh. Michael from Jackson 5, because fuck everybody else. And what was the last one? Oh, Donnie from New Kids. All right. Okay. And I love your fucking Britney shirt, Adam. Randall Thanks, has dude. two, Randall has two, two Britney shirts. Love it. Love it. All right. Uh, this time it's going to start with uh, John. This is a one minute speed question. Why do men feel the sudden rush of shame after jerking off? You have one minute. <laughs> Rush of shame? You kidding me? I get up and do a dance. Like, I stick my chest out. I can still do it. I hit the wall. Look at that kind of thing. I don't know if anybody has a sh shame from jerking off. I mean, listen, if someone walks in while you're in the middle of it, yes. But if you're by yourself, there's no shame. I can understand if somebody walks in. If somebody walks in and you're jerking off, you're like, well, I didn't have time for anybody else or I couldn't get anybody else. Right, Dave? So then that's where, yeah, I don't think there's shame. I say no shame. All right, Adam. Why do you guys feel the sudden rush of shame after jerking off? 
the only shame that I would ever feel is that if I was experiencing a priapism and I had jerked off seven times in a row and my <laughs> giant, massive, painful erection still hasn't gone down <laughs> and I was somewhere in the new fiction section of the last borders on the planet Earth and some girl that was looking for the anime section to buy tentacle porn was staring deep into my eyes, seeing the collection of all the tentacle porn I had hidden in the new fiction section of the last borders on the planet Earth with my giant massive erection. And then I would feel a little like Louis C.K., but with like more hair and less talent. Um, But under any other circumstances whatsoever, I would never feel shame. Uh, after masturbating and i expect that no other man should do either um because it's 2019 and if you're king shaming then you voted for trump (laughs) all right uh brooke uh why do men feel the sudden rush of shame after jerking off how the fuck would i know i am not a man and the only reason i would think a guy would feel shame after jacking off is if it was what they were beating it to like if it was something that they should be ashamed of <laughs> um like a picture of their mom in a bikini or like some, you know i don't want to get too dark and gross but that's the only reason i could think of a guy feeling because sh- i mean touch yourself love yourself you don't get diseases that way why not <laughs> yeah, it's like I always say, sex by yourself keeps disease on the shelf. Boom. Write that down. There you go. That's what I teach Words my boys. to live by. All right, John. No, it's not John, it's Dave. <laughs> Dave, why do you feel the sudden rush of shame after you jerk off? Um, no, I I don't feel shame. <laughs> and hello to Heather from Zero Fucks Given podcast. Oh. That, that's it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. All right. So Adam's up first for this one. All right. This one's three minutes. We are the only creatures on earth that create art. That said, why does the source of our happiness lie in creation and not in the world that already exists? Adam, you got three minutes. Uh, So I feel as though like it might be that we're looking for a meaning and we are visual creatures after all, uh, you know, everyone likes a good piece of art listening to it or looking at it. Uh, I find art in cooking as does Brooke. She and I have had conversations about it as you and I have Randall, um, about making pizza and stuff like that. But, uh, if you can't, there, there's something beautiful about nature and the world, et cetera, you know, babies being born, all that gay shit. But when you create something, out of your own mind, like you're trying to take something from your brain and put it out in the world. Uh, there's a sense of pride behind that. And I think is, I think that generates some sort of meaning because we've been told for years that like, Oh, you're not supposed to create art. You're supposed to follow and you're supposed to lead. So there's something like noble about like going against the grain and doing what you would like. And so when, when artisans and artists follow like podcasters, they do what they want with their time. Uh, It's more of a sense of pride. So it generates a little more meaning behind it. So, you know, a tree is cool and it gives us air and shit, but like married AF is good as fuck. So, you know, there's kind of like a balance there. Awesome. All right, Brooke. I like that answer. We are the only creatures Mm -hmm. on earth that create art. That said, why does the source of our happiness lie in creation 
and not only in the world that already exists. I think a lot of it is what Adam said, but also because when people are creating things and putting things out there for the world to see, a lot of it is like, hey, look at me, look at me. Hey, I do stuff. And you want people to look at you and recognize you for not just for, for being able to create things and entertain people and make whatever it is that you're making, whether it's art or food or podcasts or TV or whatever. So it's a lot of, I want to entertain people, but it's also a lot of like, I want to, it's an egocentric kind of goal as well. All right, Dave. We are the only creatures on earth that create art. That said, why does the source of our happiness lie in creation and not in what already exists in the world? Yeah, what a fucking question that is. <laughs> was, that, was that one of your questions, Randall? It is one of my questions. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, you just want me to blather on for three minutes? Unless you have any... Unless you want to weigh in on it, whatever. It's your three minutes, your 30 seconds in right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The source of happiness is in creation? I've never heard that before. Is that, is, that, is that a common thing? The source of happiness is in creation. Cre- creating what? Podcasts? Is that the source of happiness? Is it really the source of happiness? When I created Skullfucker, was that coming from a happy place? Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> <laughs> when I created Brian, was that coming from a happy place? No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. So your question's bullshit, Randall. <laughs> politely, as politely as I can be. Um. I think, so what is the source of happiness? The source of happiness uh, for me is in creating uh, moments that are unforgettable. And this podcast episode is not one of them. (laughs) I'm sorry, Randall. I love you, Randall. I'm done. (laughs) All right, John. We're the only creatures on earth that create art. That said, why does the source of our happiness come come from creating and not from the world that already exists? <laughs> I know that uh, th- this is going to sound crazy, but I kind of agree with Dave because I don't think that, because I think that nature makes its own art. You can go and appreciate nature as art. We're not the only thing that creates art. Uh, I mean, we are, we can create art, but then again, what is art? If a dog takes a shit on a piece of paper, is that art? I don't know. Does that and then does that dog create art? And if that's the case, then this whole thing is ridiculous. I mean, it doesn't work. So what actually is art? And 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 what is beauty? And if beauty and art is in the eyes of the beholder. So I think that happiness is Oh god, what is happiness? I don't know. This question isn't happiness. I'll tell you that right now. Happiness is a. And wonder- let me tell you, we got some we got some deep thinkers on uh, episode two, folks. Uh, uh, he got yeah okay. So here, 
Happiness is uh, uh, some Wonder Bread and a Jersey tomato <laughs> sliced thin oh with some God. mayonnaise and some salt. Hand I mean, grenade, hand grenade, hand grenade, hand grenade. Thank <laughs> my good sound effect. All right, Dave just grenaded John. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. I thought you hated me, but maybe not. All right. We're going to move on to the next one. Uh, clearly, oh, philosophy uh, is no good for anyone here, and fuck me. <laughs> All right. Well, no, Ad, hey, Adam man, did I read jump a book in. before. What's up? Yeah, that's true. All right. Here Shit, we go. I said priapism, dude. That's true. That is a, a lot, of syl- lot of syllables. All right, in that Brooke, one. you're up first. <laughs> okay. One minute. What mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? For the love of God, please, guys. Somebody. Dragons. Why? Because they'll fuck shit up and you can train them (laughs) according to Game of Thrones (laughs) that I didn't watch yet. So, but I know you can train dragons. So there. All right, Dave, uh, what mythical creature would improve the world the most if it existed? Improve the world. Mm, Mythical creature. So, uh, mythical creatures. Ah, uh, this f- fuck. Okay, I can come up with something. Definitely come up with something fan fucking tastic. I was first thinking mermaids, but they're no good. That would work. Like I, you know, I I am I am a. I know I used to be I used to be more of a titties man, but it's it's now ass. So I can't say mermaids. Uh, is there something? What is there some kind of chimera hybrid creature that has a female ass <laughs> and an animal something else? I don't think there is actually. Uh, so I'll make it, I'll make one up. Uh, upside down minotaur. An upside down minotaur. <laughs> so yes, a f- female ass and then whatever the fuck a minotaur. A minotaur is like a bull. Wow. So yeah, what are we saying? Bull on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Five seconds, yep. Dave. Yep. No, I'm I'm done. <laughs> All right. Th- th- thanks, Adam, for answering it for me. <laughs> John, what mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? One minute. That place where Wonder Woman came. Those Amazon women that are Wonder Woman, Wonder Women. They they would improve the world because then they would have the strength to back up the bullshit that they talk about. So, Amazonians. Yeah, Amazon women. You know that they and the lasso that they have that they can throw over somebody and make them tell the truth. Like that actually can happen because I don't care what anybody says. If you find out your husband's out banging another broad and you throw a lasso around him. Mm-hmm. He ain't copping to it. There's no way. I don't know what the hell is in that last one, but that's not happening. So it would have to be something like that. And then to, for Dave, then they, they would have nice asses. There you go, right? And then I'm a boobs guy, so then they would have nice boobs. And then, Adam, I don't know what you're into, but I'm sure there would be something in there that you would like, all right? And then, well, I know that Brooke is married and she doesn't swing that way, but I think that she would hang out with them in her cult, that we were talking about earlier. So I would go with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say like the Amazon women, you know, they have invisible planes. Who has an invisible plane? I think that would work, huh. you know? So yeah, that's what I'm going with. All right. Adam, what mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord. Oh, my, my, my. <laughs> 
All right. I think that's all there is to do with that one. That is a uh, mic dropper. <laughs> I know. Well, fuck. All right. So, got that one. Well, all my, right. My Dave will be. will burn all your shit down. <laughs> all right, Dave. Another one minute question. If someone could tell you the exact day and time that you're going to die, would you want them to tell you and why? Pretty uh, straightforward. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes, why? I would. Uh, why? Uh, yeah. You know, so I can plan shit. Because, you know, if it's, uh, if it's in five days, then I might, you know, get on a plane and go somewhere. Louisiana. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Could be, could be. Thank you, thank you, John, for that chime. In. Oh <laughs> if God. it's if it's twenty years away, then I got time. You know, I can go the slow way on a on a boat or something. <laughs> kayak, <laughs> or a kayak. Yeah. <laughs> All right, John. If somebody could tell you the exact day and time you're going to die, would you want to know and why? Absolutely not. The fear of death. It's one of my biggest fears. You know, I don't want to know when it's coming. I don't. I wouldn't even know want to know how it's coming. Uh, I I want to live forever. I'm hoping I can last long enough till somebody builds a robot where they can load my consciousness up in there, and then that way I can be, uh, you know, forever. That's what I want. People say you don't want to be forever. Yeah, I want to be forever. I don't ever want to die. I I don't care if the rest of you die. I'll find new friends. They'll make new people. I'll find them. That's why. So yeah, that's it. All right. Adam, if somebody could tell you the exact day and time you're going to die, would you want to know and why? Uh, two questions. Can I die before that? And <laughs> do they tell me how? Exact day and time. We'll say that, yes, they can tell you how, just since you asked. So can I die before that? <laughs> no. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, let me know. And then I'm going to spend the rest of my time doing rad shit, <laughs> like jumping off of fucking buildings and doing meth and partying and then I'm going to see that date and time similar to the way that you see a date and time on a GPS and say challenge accepted motherfucker let's shave my head and jump off the Empire State Building and start sticking my dick in places it's not supposed to be and eating forks and shit and then we see if we can fucking hurry this process along oh my god alright babe you know the question I know that answer was fucking fantastic but no I don't want to fucking know no. I like to be surprised. <laughs> All right. That's pretty easy. <laughs> That's it. All right. Now we're going to be jumping into listener questions. It's about to get real grimy and nasty. Uh, remember, this is from people that listened to episode one. Oh, no. Uh, my apologies in advance. Mm. All right. So who's up first? John, you're up first. Ten years into your marriage. You find out that on the eve of your wedding, your best man slash bridesmaid reveals to you that they fucked your soon-to-be spouse. Mm. What do you do? Who mm. is more to blame? Is the marriage off? FYI, your spouse has been faithful during the entire 10-year marriage. Three minutes. So you're telling me the whore has been faithful after she <laughs> fucked my best friend. Is that what you're telling me? And I'm supposed to be happy about that? 
What I want to do and what I'm going to do are two different things. What I want to do is grab her by the ankles and beat him to death with her. That's what I want to do. Okay? I mean, what the fuck? My best man, who's my best friend, fucks my wife the day before my wedding. I mean, Jesus, why don't you just come all over me? All right? Why don't you just take your dick out and just blow loads all over me? I mean, what would be more? It's, it's even worse. First of all, I would divorce the bitch. That's number one, okay? Because here I am being faithful. You don't think that I'm tempted? You don't think that I've had a chance to have a pussy? I have, okay? I've been turning it down. But you, you got to have one last fling with my best friend, you whore. Are you kidding me? You lousy cunt. Uh, no. 30 seconds. Oh, there's some, there's some hurt. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that hit a that hit a nerve. Oh, John, I just want to hug you. <laughs> All right, Adam, same question to you. Do you remember the question? So I don't have to read it because it's a long ass one. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're good, dude. Um, I mean, okay, that's cool. So I get a get out of free jail card then, right? So like, then I, I can go and I can find whoever. And maybe John and I can go run a fucking train on some bitch in the middle of New Jersey and go do like a thick guy Eiffel Tower. Look like the leaning tower of Pisa and shit. I'm in. I don't give a fuck. It's my best friend. It's been 10 years. Go get your freak on. Unless you guys peed on each other or there was like poop eating or like something weird like that. You go right ahead and you do whatever the fuck you want. Just know that me and my unbreakable dick and my timeline of death are about to go sling all of it in the new fiction section of Borders, and we're about to fucking come everywhere. I shoot frozen ropes. Like, when I come, it is very much like Alex Rodriguez, like full steroids, like 2009, Golden Glove, Alexander Emmanuel Rodriguez, like 500 home runs. My best friend is Derek Jeter, and I haven't quite yet let everyone know that I'm having sex with Jennifer Lopez, but it's happened a couple of times because, you know, we're from the BX all day. Um, so I'm going to just go and I'm going to go right ahead and I'm going to sling that uh, that hard dick. And then I'm going to call my friend John here and we're going to go get some retribution for his life because I feel hurt, dude. You're like an hour away. I'm going to drive to you, give you a big man hug, and then we're going to go to Senny's right up the road. All right. I got some meth. I got some forks just in case you want to eat something. We're going to go sling those dicks. <laughs> Oh holy, my God. holy shit, boss. All right, babe. Uh, same question to you, but your bridesmaid fucks your soon-to-be husband. Both Fucking of, Randy. Both <laughs> of you die. <laughs> both of you are dead to me. Both of you die. I could never... I mean, I'm looking right at you, sir. I'm right with at you, you. <laughs> Right at you. I know how scary you are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's going to happen. I watch... All the murder shit. I know how to get away with it, possibly. And if I don't, don't give a shit. Because, no. Never going to look at either one of y'all the same, so you did. That's All it. All right, Dave. Then I'll go party with Adam and John. What say you, Dave? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have been married for almost uh, 10 years. And the... Best man at my wedding was none other than Hank. <laughs> so in this scenario, Hank banged my lovely wife, uh, 
10 years ago and what would I do? Hmm. Would I kick him off the podcast? <laughs> um, maybe. Maybe. Um, it's, uh, he, he does have a bigger dick than me, so part of me thinks, well, you know, one last time with a decent-sized dick before it's just me for the rest of, rest of her life. Maybe I could understand that. I don't think I'd go all hellfire. Um, yeah, and so yeah, I, I I think I could deal with it. I think I could deal with it. I might I might have to, you know, cruelly prank Hank a few more times. <laughs> Come up with something for the for the show, but no, I can get over stuff. Yeah, I'm already over it. If it happened, <laughs> Hank, if you did that, I, I fully understand. And, and um, well, oh, that's right. I'm supposed to call my wife Lydia. And Lydia? Yep. Okay. All right. Well, don't do it again. <laughs> and you won't because, yeah, Hank has fallen off a cliff in the last 10 years. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody will fuck him. Nobody. Hey, Hank. I'm done. <laughs> All right. Adam is up first in this round. This is a uh, one-minute uh, speed question. Uh, Adam, you're hooking up with somebody, and you are removing, nice. her, you are removing her <laughs> underpants when you find a tiny, firm ball of shit mm -hmm. in their underwear. Mm -hmm. Do you say anything, and are you still fucking? Have you ever been to New Jersey? <laughs> We call that a regular-ass Tuesday down at Bar A, Jack. I don't give not one fuck. You know who has sex in the shower? Dudes from New Jersey. You want to know why? Because that shit is a regular-ass Tuesday at Bar Anticipation in Belmar. All right? A party is a party is a party, Jack. Guess what? We're going in the shower, and then when we get out, I'm eating that ass. And then you know what? I'm pooping on her chest because I don't give not one fuck. We out here, baby. Oh my oh God. You thought that 27 God. rings meant jewelry? Nah. It means the rings around my dick from the amount of condoms I have to put on to have sex with anyone from fucking New Jersey, all right? <laughs> oh, shit. So, yes, we will be uh, having sex. <laughs> all right, uh, babe. Oh this is hypothetical, gosh. of course, because there was never anyone prior to me, but... If you were considering, if you were thinking about it, and you're hooking up with some guy, and you're uh -huh. removing their, I love that the listener wrote underpants. Their underpants <laughs> when you find a tiny firm ball of shit in their underwear. Uh, that is. Do you say anything, and are you still fucking? Yeah, I mean, I lived in Louisiana for a long time, so it was totally possible that that already happened, and I just didn't know because I was highly under the influence of lots of things. So. Um, depends on how fucked up I am and how badly I want to fuck somebody. So, I mean, as long as they didn't like diarrhea squirt in their pants back in the day, maybe I'm sure it already happened. You were all, <laughs> you were all making me want to throw up severely. Um, <laughs> All right. Oh, that was just Brooke, for you. Brooke, you're a down-ass bitch. What's yeah, up? That was Dave. just for you, babe. Dave. Good for you, Randy. 
Dave, he's throwing you're hooking up, up his with mouth someone head. and you're removing their underpants when you find a tiny, firm ball of shit in their underwear. What do you do? You say anything, and are you still fucking? <laughs> um, mm, well, mm, let's just say that I have a type, and it's happened more than once, and it took me a while to, you know. But yep, absolutely, still going for it, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. You guys know we're talking about a firm ball of shit straight in your face. And all three of you are still fucking right now. This is incredible. All right, I'm John. Sorry, sir. I thought you slung dick. <laughs> John, dude, I am a puss when it comes to that. I'm going to straight up just give y'all my answer because this shit's funny. I'm probably slapping the person, lighting them on fire, and running out. He's going, ah! and, and then I'm going to call. Then I'm going to call Jason Almy, and he's going to be as horrified as I am at the same time. And we're probably going to hold each other afterwards and talk about it. John, what do you do, sir? <laughs> All right, let's go in the Wayback Machine. Let's go back about 25 years, because this actually happened to me. And it wasn't a little tight ball of shit. It was a f- regular Italian sausage-like turd uh, that fell out. Oh, my God. After a night of drinking. I'll tell you what I did. I flicked that right to the side. I took that underwear. I wiped her ass, and we started doing it. But you know what, Randall? I should have done what you did, slapped her in the face, because halfway through, she threw up all over me. Ew! Yeah, it was horrible. I'm not going to lie. It stained me. I'm not going to lie. I sometimes have nightmares. But that actually happened. So if someone actually had a little tiny ball of shit in there, I would say, oh, look at that. How cute that is. And I would do the same thing. I would flick it out of the underwear. And yeah, why not? Wipe her ass with the underwear and then make sure that everything's clean and let's go. Who wrote that question? God, you are all savages. I can't even joke about it. Like, I literally was about, I was gagging. I know you right are, there. baby. My eyes are That's, watering. Yo, yeah. John, John, did you get that nut? <laughs> <laughs> That's how we fucking party northeast, baby. Oh, God bless Fucking America. out here. I'm not going to um, lie. She threw up, and I still, uh, yeah, I had to go a little ways, but I figured, what the hell? That just makes hey, me bro, think of that. some people in Europe pay extra money for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> what was that in Paul Blart, where she's like, why are you stopping? <laughs> <laughs> it was a bar that used to have Tuesday night, four dollar for the women, eight dollars for the guys, all you could drink, open buffet. And uh it was like two o'clock in the morning and uh yeah, it was horrible. But I powered through. Mm. Gotta love that buffet scrimps. Oh. <laughs> it's like buffet to strip right, club. This is this is the final rap question. This is three minutes. Uh everybody uh this is this is a serious one. Mm-hmm. It's emotional mm-hmm. and serious. Mm-hmm. Brooke is up first. <laughs> yeah, Brooke. If you could write a letter to a 13-year-old version of yourself, oh, what would it say? I mean... Three minutes starts right now. It would say, bitch, chill. <laughs> it is not that serious because everything to 13-year-old Brooke was highly emotional and world ending so i would just fucking tell myself to chill the fuck out shit's gonna be fun and just do your fucking schoolwork and try not to get arrested (laughs) all right which i failed at by the way (laughs) but all right dave 
What about you? If you could write a letter back to little 13-year-old man brain, what would you tell him? Uh, dear Dave, uh, it's don't, don't be too hard on yourself uh, that you're fat because the world is getting fatter and fatter and we're now in the majority, so fuck skinny people. <laughs> They're outnumbered now. Uh, stop being uh, such a fucking nerd uh, because it doesn't pay off. It doesn't pay off. All, all that schoolwork you do, all that studying, in the long run, it don't pay off. Uh, spend a little more time on uh, trying to learn how to uh, speak to girls and not be such a fucking pussy. Uh, and maybe, maybe then you'll uh, uh, you'll lose your virginity before what was I twenty one? Um, because that's that's a little late. It's a little late, and it only happened because you moved to Japan. Oh, yeah, you moved to Japan, by the way. Uh, it only happened because you moved to Japan, and, like, it, as long as you're white and can speak English, you're, like, a fucking superstar. So I, so you, you'll go from, like, an Australia 5 to, like, a, a Japan 9. Um, so that's something to look forward to, I suppose. But 30 seconds, Dave. Probably do some more legwork before and maybe, uh, you know, You'll have more than uh, three sexual partners in your entire life. You know, the end. <laughs> All right, John, if you could write a letter back to old 13 year old Buchanan, what would you tell that son of a bitch? Go to Australia and kill 13 year old man brain because that poor guy, that fucking poor guy is just going to go through torture. That's what now. Actually, what I would say to 13-year-old John is, look, you know what? Don't be scared to fail. Don't worry about what people would think of you. Get out there. Do what you want to do. Be yourself. The person that you are will succeed. Don't worry about what others think. doesn't matter. What you want to do is the path that you should take. And don't do what other people want you to do. Do what you want to do. It's your life. You only get one. Make it yours. That's it. All right, Adam. If you could write a letter Sound back advice. to yourself, mm-hmm. thirteen, brother, what would you tell yourself? Uh, so at about thirteen, my mom had. Uh, we found out that my mom had brain cancer. She had a cancerous brain tumor on the, her brain stem, and I was going through a lot mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, my dad was working a long, like long hour shifts and shit like that. My sister was a cunt, so. Uh, I was pretty wrapped up in how terrible life was. Um, and I was really, really focused on trying to get other people to like me. Uh, not unlike right now. Um, <laughs> but I would, uh, I would be like, yo dude, like you got to chill, just relax, take it easy. Uh, don't let your anxiety get the best of you. Uh, you're going to struggle with it for a really long time, but, uh, you just keep fucking slinging dick and doing what you're going to do. Uh, keep fucking doing it. In 2007, the Giants win the Super Bowl, so definitely put some money on that. Uh, invest in Apple and Amazon. Uh, invest in things called the Internet. It's not a thing yet, 
but it will be uh, take a thousand dollars that I wrapped up here in this uh, twelve by twelve a college rule notepad paper that I am sending you from the future, uh, and invest all of this money on Amazon. Uh, and regardless if they go bankrupt, keep investing in it because you're going to be a fucking gajillionaire by the time you are my age. Uh, that being said, it's not going to solve any of your problems. And uh, don't go to school to be a writer or study criminology. You're not going to become a cop and you're definitely not good enough of a writer to become an author. So uh, do whatever the fuck you want and continue to make art and don't be a cunt. Uh, that being said, also gamble your money in 2011 when the Giants win the Super Bowl again and the Patriots win like six times in a row. Oh, and uh, if you see Tom Brady break both of his knees. Love you. Mean it. Kisses. <clears throat> nice. All right. That's all the questions. You got to invest in the future, through. Randy, you know? No, no shit. Hey, uh, what would you have, uh, now that officially answers are done, we're wrapping that up for listeners. So anything said after this is inadmissible. But uh, would you have made yourself start jujitsu? Because I would have. I would have told myself. Oh to yeah, get on the no, I. Mats. You know what I would have done uh, because oh, at that one. time it wasn't it wasn't like a really big thing, but I definitely would have started wrestling. Like I had the opportunity to wrestle when I was younger at about that age, like 13, 14. Uh, but I was so riddled with anxiety and sadness, like thinking that my mom mm. was gonna die like every six months, like really put a fuck the fucking kibosh on like any fun that I could have at that age and uh raising my two little brothers uh really fucking scumbag shout out to bobby light um <laughs> but uh it really put the kibosh on a lot of the plans that i could have had like going back in time because you know you always think about stuff like that uh but i definitely would have wrestled uh and then i wouldn't have been a pudgy fuck i hear you oh, that's what i should have told myself was to do do more sports yo Ho. <laughs> you fucking ho. You fucking yeah. thick ho. Yeah. No, I wasn't that. I was scrawny as shit. But oh, like, I was I talking about me. Oh. I was a thick ho. Yeah, I was hey, saying, well. listen, just because you can eat a whole pizza, it doesn't mean you have to eat a whole pizza. <laughs> hey, you shut your mouth when you're talking to me, motherfucker. Oh, I will eat a whole pizza all the time. I'll, dude, it fucking kills me because like I make pizza all day and I'm like, man, this looks fantastic. Yeah, I guess I got to try it. And, you know, just for the art, I got to make sure it tastes good. I'm telling you, you I know that you're a pizza chef, but Brooke will tell you, I'll eat pizza every meal of every day of mm -hmm. every second. And he shouldn't because he doesn't well, have a gallbladder. Yeah, I don't have a gallbladder. <laughs> so the real greasy well, fuck, shit dude. fucks me up. Well, when I come down there, I'll show you how to fucking dude. really put some ricotta cheese on your uh, yeah yeah on oh, your yeah. pizza, dude. And yeah, that was a I'll game bring, changer. I'm gonna bring some dough down and like some fresh Jersey cheese <laughs> and some some tomatoes and stuff. We could talk. We can make one of those sandwiches. John was talking about. I got it all, mm. baby. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I got yeah. you. Yeah, because you really haven't had pizza until you've been up here and had pizza. Pizza. That's, here, I mean, it's true. It's it's yeah. the truth. We have the hey, best yeah. pizza in the world. Well, let's go around. We we'll go around uh, around the horn. Let everybody give out their socials. And uh, for the listeners, remember we will put up a poll. There will be one on Twitter, one on Facebook. That's how you vote. That's how we know who the winner is. That's how we know who's vote moving for forward. With Jody B, who was the winner of the first episode. How did that um, fucking happen? But okay, who, I digress. Who will be moving forward? And we can't announce now. This isn't going to be based on the winner. 
Um, we're going to, we'll probably end up interacting with uh, listeners and talking with people that have been on the panel, but Mo Mandel has agreed to do an all-star episode with us at any point where we can put up our funniest, and this is collective. I know we're all a bunch of networks, but we want to put our best talent toward him. He's not, it's not going to go out to compete to listeners because he really has nothing to lose, but he's going to give it their best. We just won't put a poll out because he wants to fuck around and uh, see who's funnier with, uh, us uh, indie folks so mm-hmm. that's a possible that's gonna happen so we will be doing that also um so make sure you get out there and vote let's start with uh with john how do they uh how do they find you and uh what the fuck do you do <laughs> uh right now it is at, unbe- at unbelievably pod on right. all the socials uh, inter- uh instagram twitter facebook and uh, the podcast is called unbelievably stupid so that's where you can guys can find me nice dave where do they find Man Brain, uh, Hank, Skullfucker, um, and all that? And uh, tell us uh, how they uh, interact with you. Go to the website, manbrainpodcast.com. And yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Babe, mm. uh, who are we and how awesome is our show? <laughs> our show is super awesome. Married AF, we are married as fuck on Twitter. Um, you can listen to us on wherever the fuck you listen to podcasts and Instagram, Married AF Podcast, as well as Facebook is Married AF Podcast. Civilized Creatures Entertainment Network also, shout yeah. out. I'm going to jump out on that. Um, <laughs> Adam, go ahead and bring us home, baby. What? Uh, where do they find you and uh, all that uh, good stuff? Sim- SimmonsMorePodcast.com. Go to SamPC.BigCartel.com. Buy some motherfucking t-shirts so that I can buy more tomato sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> I'm Earth to Adam absolutely everywhere on all the socials. Uh, you can find us at Simmons More Podcast pretty much everywhere. Uh, you can go to InnerCirclePN.com and find not only myself, but uh, loser Jason Almy, motherfucking loser Jason Almy <laughs> and his show. Uh, Chris Watsky, lovely duchess. Um you know, uh, Kaz and uh, the ho- uh, the homie Kaz and sent DJ Century, uh, all of us, the fucking potatoes, the whole lot of them. Uh, shout out to civilized creatures. You guys are fucking fantastic. I love you. Uh, and I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. Uh, I know that there wasn't the best representation of the inner circle on the first episode. Shout out to Jason Almy. <laughs> but uh, hopefully that I can at least come in second place. Uh, and then you guys can see that we're like mediocre as best. <laughs> Actually, can I add to the Jason Elmy talk? Sure. Go ahead. Um, go on, yeah, Sam. So, yeah. So we have this little group Patreon called uh, Not Safe for Life Productions, NSFL Productions. Uh-huh. And um, yeah. Hey, hey, how you going with that content, Jason? You going to? You gonna make some more uh, content for us? Welcome to the world of knowing Jason Almy. <laughs> He's still editing it. How Dave. difficult is it to make three minute mini rants, dude? He's editing it. Dude, for I'm still d- waiting for car. his fucking roast to come out. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That's so calling so you out, Jason. The army. <laughs> we all Jesus Christ, need man. content. You know, for a guy who talks a whole lot and wants people to hear him a whole lot. You'd think that he would be like right on that shit, but no. Oh, I have diabetes. I ran out of Diet Coke. One of my eyes goes the end. Get your fucking shit together, dude. Fuck. Hold on, me. I love you, Adam. Adam wants another roast of (laughs) Ellie. No shit. 
we got to do that. I'm always up for a roast. <laughs> yeah, when is that? Uh, Dave is uh, speaking of that. Uh, the not safe for work uh, network. Aren't are you guys doing the next uh, independent roast? He said not safe for life. I know, but he's also part of oh. not safe for work network. Okay. Yeah, shout out to the new NSFW. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we That's named sluts, freaks, and weirdos. Yes, we named <laughs> the uh, we named not safe for life as a bit of a fuck you to the old not safe for work, uh-huh. and then everything changed. <laughs> <laughs> So now it's confusing. Jody B said, I'm the captain now. Yes, the captain. <laughs> I'm the captain. Um, and I've lost, track of what, I've lost track of what we were talking about. Uh, I was just asking uh, the next if you guys roast. were going to yeah, if you guys were gonna do the next roast. Oh, no, we've got some shit planned. Cool. We've got some shit planned. It's, it's coming. Mm. It's being well, worked through. <laughs> That's good details. My, uh, good. my DMs are open if anyone wants to invite <laughs> me to a roast. We're going to try and set up like a roast battle, maybe like a, like a bracket style roast battle. And we could just like pit two podcasters against each other. Maybe do uh, Jody nice. and I were talking about this. Maybe do like the best of from each network or each collective podcasting group hmm. uh, and not do like teams. So like if it happens to be like me and Watsky, like I'm fucking running through that motherfucker. Let's be for real. Uh, <laughs> like probiotics, baby. Uh, that sounds like the that. best idea that you've borrowed from heavyweight chumps. Yeah. <laughs> well, if I, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if I listened to their show, I would have heard it, but <laughs> nice. I'm too busy being full of myself. Sorry. <clears throat> the, um, yeah, the, right, the more guys. the merrier with this stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> well, we're going to run out of here. Uh, thank you all for being on here. Fucking loved it. Good job, guys. That and was fun. Uh, we will holler at all you guys later. We'll be getting the episode out and tagging everybody and all that good shit. <laughs>